Hi, Q's Nation. Another edition of the Spaces. Look, man, uh, ain't really, ain't really much that I got to say to start things off. I think we all, you know, know what's been happening and such. So, you know, um, I just want to let you guys have the floor and say what you want and how you feeling about, you know, all the latest happenings, what's been going on, the future, all that good stuff. I see uh, some of my usuals like Vince and Scott. So, you know, I ain't, I already said my piece. So <laughs> I'm just going to let you guys rock. So any, any one of you guys that want to get things started, just hit the request button and I'll get you on and we can get the show rolling. So I'm here waiting. I see my guy Toast. So any, any one of you guys, uh, Scott, Vince, Toast, somebody just hit the request button and let's, 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 Let's get it started. All right, let me see. All right, we got Greg. All right, it's my guy Greg. I think it's the first time he's been on, so let me see what's up. Hey, I don't know what happened. Greg, I just tried to wait. Let me try to get you back on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Greg, Greg, you good. Hey, how how's it going? going? Um, I just wanted to ask, well, first of all, I just want to say I'm I'm a little more um positive than than people have been lately on on Twitter. Um I just wanted to ask, is Hunter Dickinson a realistic possibility or is he just doing the Zoom meeting as a favor to uh Brendan Strone? Yeah, it seems it seems like that might be the case because um he's he's visiting Maryland and Georgetown this weekend and, and that's gonna be tough. You know what I'm saying? Like you talk about one program with Maryland with Mike Jones, his high school coach, the two are real close. And Mike Jones holds a lot of weight in that DMV area, and then Georgetown with Cooley and his new staff and Cooley, you know, we know he's a great recruiter and now that, you know, he's gonna have the back and the resources to get you know, much more highly touted players than he was able to get out in Providence, then, you know, it's going to be tough. I mean, I think uh, Kansas is also involved with Hunter. And then there's like even rumors that it's not crazy to think that a return to Michigan, since they have made some upgrades from the portal with the roster that, you know, like they, they still might be in the mix. So if we could get, if he, if he gets out of the weekend from those visits with Maryland and um, Georgetown, then, and he doesn't commit, then maybe there's a chance, you know what I'm saying? But right now, <laughs> I probably put it at realistically, re- realistically speaking, probably at like ten percent, and that's and even at ten percent for the cues, that's probably being generous. All right, thank you. All right, no problem. All right, so anybody, anybody else that want to join, just hit the hit the request button. I see. Uh, to- Toast, you don't, you don't have anything to say yet, man? All right, we got my, my guy Vince. Let me get Vince on. Yeah, Vince, you're up. Oh, okay. Gotta, yeah. Hey, Dean, how you doing? All right. Yourself? I'm doing all right. Um, the oh. guy I want, because I, I agree with you, I don't really think that Dickinson's you know, really a realistic option. Um, I wish he were because I think he'd be tremendous. But um, the guy I want is Musa Cisse. 
um, from Oklahoma State. I watched them a few times this year. I watched, and uh, he's an aggressive player. He uh, he's got a great motor. His numbers for like if you per forty minutes would be like you know would be a double double. He's um, you know I'm not saying he's he's Jesse. He's probably not as as polished as Jesse is, but he's. Um, I think he would fit. I think he'd fit well in an up tempo kind of style. You know, he he attacks the rim. He's a guy I think we should we could get. And um, what have you heard anything about that? I mean, I know we you know we've reached out to him, but have you heard any? Is there any intel about the level of interest on both on both sides there? Um, um, not yet since it's still just new. Like I just yeah. saw same thing that you probably saw that you know, um, you know, we had reached out and things. So I probably as the you know next few days go along goes along, I probably get some more intel on that. But <clears throat> I agree with you with what's available out there right now. I know they're involved with the North Texas transfer, but you know Musa is on a different level. You know what I'm saying? If we can get him, especially you know what he could do defensively, because. Um, if we're going to play more man, right, this guy, like when you talk about help defense and being that secondary defender, he's a wall back there. Yeah. He's got such a great motor mm -hmm. on both ends. Yep. So, I mean, the only thing is he's, he's probably not like the efficient offensive, um, um, player that Jesse is, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, he's still, you know, he's a guy that still can catch lobs and finish around the hoop and everything like that. But, um, you know, he brings a lot of intangibles, like you said, with his motor, shot blocking, rim protection, rebounding and such. So, you know, he's he's like the main guy. Like now that, you know, we have that that money that we was going to use on Jesse, that needs to go to Musa. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's where we got to, like, channel all that energy and our focus at um, right right now to, you know, get a suitable replacement for Jesse. I agree 100 percent. Yep. So how you feeling about like the the rest of the roster overall? Because um, you know uh, the, the the guard position obviously you know the big question mark. You know Judah. You know we're not gonna have uh, any you know uh, 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 clarification on that for a while. So what would you like to see um, Red and the staff do moving forward? I think we should put out a feeler to Posh Alexander. Um, I think he's realistic. I think he's, um, you know, he, he's, he can be a little bit inconsistent, but he's a proven, he's a proven player on the high level. He played well in the big East. Um, I would like to see that. I mean, I, I, I'm a little worried that I'm not hearing a lot of guard talk from Syracuse. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I mean, we, we're, we're in the, the chance Westry business, but you know, like I said, well, I look at him that... more as a two, three, well, he, you know, he, he played on the ball a lot, but, I, you know, I hear you that he, you know, but you know how Syracuse love to turn those combos into, you know, oh, transitioning no. into PG. Yes. So, you know, that that could be like a selling point, you know what I mean? Like he, he comes in and, you know, the show is his because, you know, with um JJ, you know, JJ's more of a scoring guard and you want him to be that. Like you want him to just get buckets and be like a secondary ball handler. Kind of mm -hmm. like, you know, I always talk about Dion role, right? Like guards like that, always like, hey, play him at the Dion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if we could get somebody that can handle the rock, like you said, like a Pasha Alexander, um, isn't a bad option. You know, it's kind of quiet with him. I, I haven't heard anything about um him at all. So I mean, like you said, it's it's it's, it's that that should be realistic, you would think. 
him being a Brooklyn guy, Griff's a Brooklyn guy, you know what I'm saying? So, like, there, there should, um, you know, be some mutual interest there if we were to pursue him. But, you know, right now, um, yeah. you know, outside of Westry, it doesn't seem like, you know, we've been going out after a lot of guards, even though, yeah. you know, the, the guard spot, you know, I heard that is a position that, you know, because, you know, with the situation with Judah that, you know, Red might, you know, uh, focus on moving forward, trying to just get somebody and not get caught, you know, off guard if Judah doesn't return. So my my biggest concern is with the forwards, actually. It, it seems like we're content with um, running it back, you know, with what we had. Yeah, and, Vin, uh, yeah Vin, Vince, I got some I got some bad news there, and I agree with you. I, I heard unless something happens, we're pretty much all running it back. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's troubling because although I can see, you know, a sophomore leap on, you know, maybe from a couple of the guys, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't I mean, feel I mean war- doesn't give me a warm and fuzzy feeling, that's for sure. Yeah, because you're, 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 you're um, gambling on guys making, you know, big, big leaps that we haven't seen so far, right? Like, I know – Benny has a lot of potential, but we just haven't seen it. Chris, yeah. I mean, I'm not even going to get into that. And then Malik, I mean, I like what I saw with Malik Brown, but I kind of look at him as better suited as, like, that four small ball five man and stuff. Like, his game is kind of, like, limited, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like off kinda, the bench, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know if you're counting on those two guys, like, um, you know, before mentioning uh, Benny and, and, and uh, Chris. That's tough because I was looking at their stats – um, recently, and they both had more turnovers than assists. So I'm like, you know, that's another department that kind of, you know, uh, concerns me because you, you want to have an offense where, you know, your guards and forwards can move the ball around and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to just be so one-dimensional. And right now, unless, like, Chris and Benny take big leaps, you know, it, it seemed like we're going to be limited outside of our guards. <laughs> you know, we're going to be limited in that playmaking department and ball movement. Um, side of things so you know uh we'll, we'll see if yeah. the, and yeah. and we don't have like right now on the roster um we don't really have that like go-to you know alpha dog you know and and that's why i was hoping to, that's why i was hoping we would get in the mix for like a cleveland or somebody like that when he hit the point mm-hmm. but like you said it seems like we're just gonna run it back and that's you know that's that's disappointing i mean i guess that was probably the selling point to get these guys back is that we're not going to recruit or over you in the portal? But I mean, I don't know. That's yeah, that's... yeah. Because when you look at, I mean, okay, I understand Benny, you know, coming back and you rolling the dice with him again. But I feel like the other two got, you know, Chris and and, and uh, Malik. You know, these are good role players, right? Like dudes that play fifteen minutes, twenty minutes or so, but trying to rely on either one of them as uh, you know uh, uh, starters. I don't know. I'm not too excited about that, but we shall see. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah. it's it's um yeah. Because when I saw Cleveland jump, you know, come in the port, I'm like, hey, you, if, if you really want to sell the starting spot, you can say like, hey, we got a spot for you. But like you said, like to get Chris back and you know these other guys, you know, maybe you know maybe they already told them, look, like you know you're gonna be the starter. So you know, um, here we are. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is what it is. I don't know. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully Red and the crew can coach them, coach them up, and uh, you know, I don't know. I'm skeptical. Yeah. 
So, um, on the, you know, and I hate saying this, like the, the, because after the whole Jesse debacle and stuff and the question marks with Judah, where are you when it comes to like the panic meter or are you being patient, just waiting saying, okay, it's. I'm kind of in between, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm a little worried. I'll be, I'll be more worried in three weeks because we might not have, we won't have any clarity on, on Judah at that point, but in three weeks, if we don't add somebody else, uh, a center, I'll be really worried about that position because right now we, we have three projects, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, yeah. that's just, that's not going to be, that's not going to get the job done. Um, so you, so you saying the HEMA carry twin tower duo is not going to cut <laughs> it in the ACC. <laughs> yeah. I mean, William Patterson is a college, not a player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. come on. Um, but I got to give I got to give them time. You know, they were kind of blindsided by the Jesse thing, so now we'll see if they can bounce back. You know, and I'm I was upset about the Jesse thing, but I I understood how it happened, and I'm not really freaking out about it. And Judah, like you said, we might not know until late May. You know, so. I just, I just really, the key thing with Judah is though, is that they have to put feelers out to other guards. They've got to try to, they can't wait until then because if we wait until then, the cupboard's going to be bare. If we wait yeah, exactly. Then. So that's why I said the next three weeks are going to be important. Yeah, because the, um, the deadline for the portal is May 11th. So we know like there's going to be a whole lot more names going into that joint you know, coming up. So right. there's going to be options. So that's why I'm not freaking out yet. Like I'm, I'm saying like, okay, it's April 13th. The portal still has another month to go. And there's a bunch of rumors that, Hey, you know, a lot of guys are going to be available. You know what I'm saying? Cause right now this is, this is like, we're still in negotiation, negotiation season with um a lot of these players. And if they don't, you know, as we've seen with the Jesse situation, if guys, you know, if they don't hit that deadline, that mark, and they're not happy with their situation, they're hopping in that portal. And then, um, like I mentioned on the last part, that when these these programs are taking in, um, you know, these uh, uh transfers and the committed players, like these top 50, top 100 recruits, they're going to start decommitting. And you're going to see a lot of guys opening up their, their recruitment again. So, mm-hmm. you know, some guys that we were in the mix before originally that we didn't get, we might have a chance to get them on a second go-round, just like we saw with the Duke player. And Baco, like, you know, uh, Filipowski comes back and, um, you know, some of the other guys comes come back. So he's like, all right, I'm, I'm, opening, I'm, I'm opening things up. So you're going to see yeah. a lot of situations similar to that. So th- there's going to be some players out there. We just have to, you know, be patient and see how it all unfolds before we, like, start freaking out and stuff like if the right. rosters that's <laughs> why i'm pretty calm right now um getting back to musa cisse i know I, I like going back you know a year or two or whatever it was i remember you mentioning him on pods before the, like the name and that's why you know i knew the name when i watched him at oklahoma state you know and, and boynton picked him up was there any was there any Q's connection there at all? Like, did we even did we put out any feelers when he was in high school? I don't think we did, did we? I, I think we I think we um had offered him early on because he actually started out at Christ the King. 
Oh, so okay. he was nearby, but you know how it goes when you have like the guardian slash handler. Like he he ended up transferring down to Memphis, so that's how he you know what I mean ended up at Memphis and everything like that originally, and then transferred to Oklahoma State. So I guess it depends okay. on a relationship with that same guardian slash handler if it's still the same person from you know um out of high school you know what i mean like if it's a situation where they didn't have a good relationship which i would doubt because you wouldn't reach you know i i doubt they would have you know that would have been like a do not contact type of player right <laughs> like if you know yeah. that you had a bad situation before with the people around them you're like okay it's a waste of time but the fact that they reached out you know i guess you know this is a a reasonable type situation where you know we might have a chance to get him but we know as we've seen what's going on in this market with 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 nil he's not gonna come cheap but we 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 should have that cap space right like you know it wasn't good enough for jesse so we should have that cap space so unless it's a crazy number <laughs> that his uh whoever's handling business for him is coming up with i don't see why we can't make a run after him you know what i'm saying yeah are there um, are there any other players besides Chance Westry in the por- that are in the portal right now that we were heavily involved with in the past that you could see us getting involved with again or or not? Oh man, like I'm gonna have to. That's a good a, question. Like, yeah, I'm gonna have to for your up, next pod or whatever. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm gonna have to like pull up a, a, a list right now. So you you kind of catching me just like Red with the Jesse. You kind of catch me with my pants down right uh, now. So, <laughs> well, it's yeah, a good but, question. At least it would be something yeah. like maybe the next pod, pod yeah. or whatever. You might. Yeah, be exactly. Yeah, yeah. But I think the the name you brought up with Posh that that's that's one that stick out though. Like I mean, you know, we we didn't recruit him um out of high school and stuff like that, but just thinking um, where he's from, you know, New York City guy, Brooklyn, and we have New York City guys on our staff and things like that. And he's like a tough, hard-nosed guard. You know, he's what? Like, the yeah. Best player, you know, like, that, all, that, yeah. That, he's a great – he is he is the best on-ball defender I've seen in the Big East in the last few years. And he has the awards to, to back that up, too. Yeah. I mean, he was – I think he was two-time defensive player of the year. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I if mean, we like, want to, if we want to instill a hard nosed man defense, he's the guy that can help teach it. You know. Yeah. And I mean, all that kind of pressure in our players. Look at the game in Brooklyn when we played them. Like he was one of the reasons why Joe was like what one one for whatever he was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he 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 was just a pit bull out there. So yeah. yeah I mean it's it's because that like Vince like you bringing up that because that's what I'm saying. It's like so quiet in his situation. And he's been in the portal for like you know, right after when Patino was hired and it's been a while now. So it's kind of, you know, I wonder what's going on there, but, you know, hopefully at some point, you know, our guys, you know, read, read, um, you know, realize, look, you know, we, you know, no matter what happens with Judah, cause I, I'd rather, I, and, and let me see if you agree with this. I'd rather take somebody like Posh or whoever is serviceable to be a floor general or ball handling guard. And then if Judah comes back, we'll just work it out. We'll just figure it out and stuff. Right. Yeah, I, I don't think that's ideal, but I don't think that a guy like Posh Alexander is going to come to Syracuse without knowing what the situation is. And that and, that, and that's the problem right now. Like, nobody knows. I don't even think Judah knows right now. Right. You know it, wouldn't, it wouldn't. It certainly wouldn't hurt to, uh, to to reach out to him and to gauge his interest and then take it from there. You know, that that's yeah. what I'm worried about. I'm worried that we're going to wait until the end of May, and then we're going to wind up with some, you know, 
transfer from Siena or something, you know? <laughs> Just some kind of stopgap measure. We can't yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. at the guard position. Yeah. Yep. You know, I don't... It, it can't happen. It can't happen. So I, I, I really hope the coaches are going to be proactive here and uh, and not wait. So that's okay. all I have, Dean. Thank you. I'll, I'll, I, I you know, No problem. I'm, Good stuff as always, Vince. Appreciate oh, you yeah, hopping on. Pleasure. Thanks, Dean. All right. All right, Tony Toast. I hope you 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 for once have a good connection, and um, you know you you're not on a fifty six k or anything like that AOL style. So unmute yourself. What's up, bro? Dean Francis, great to be back on the Autos World Spaces as always. The connection tonight should be fine. However, the issue is I prepared formal remarks toward Pat from Syracuse and Scott Eleven, but I don't see Pat in the in the crowd here. So should we come back to me? to issue these formal remarks. All right. You know what? Let me reach out to Pat. Hold off. I'm, let me get to Scott. And let Scott, you know, say what he got to say. And let me try to see what's, what's good with Pat. You know, may, maybe he's still busy with work or something. But let me let me reach out to him and see what he says. And then we get we – get, I'll get back to you after Scott, all right? Sounds good. Okay. All right, Scott. Uh, my, my guy, I'll meet yourself. What's up? How you doing? Let me see. You hear me, boys? Yeah, you're good. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Am I going to take some body blows from Toast tonight? I mean, what's up with that? <laughs> no, nah, but he said he got he got something for Pat, so I'm trying to. You he know, said he got something for he's got something for me. I mean, uh, you know, I'm uh, you know want to see what's up. But anyhow, Scott oh. and Pat are a duo, dynamic duo. I don't want to be in that category. <laughs> but anyhow, um, hey, you know, I thought uh, the pod was unbelievable. I thought it was, you know, I, I love all your pods, but I thought that was one of the best ones. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. You know, that. I thought, like, uh, you know, your talk about Weitzman really kept it real to me. I mean, you know, I think the biggest thing that I learned in the last couple of days is, you know, haven't you been the assumption that he was basically responsible for uh, Chopper Moore signing? Wait, uh, repeat that question again. I'm sorry, Kyle. I'm trying to uh, trying to get at Pat right now, so I'm trying to. I'm sorry. No, about that I've been. i I think most of us have been under the assumption that when he flew Chopper Moore up and he said Weitzman flew him up and Chopper Moore was talking about how we have an NIL deal and he's going to mentor me and all this other stuff. I, I was. I think most people gave credit for that signing mm. to Weitzman, right? Yeah. I, I mean, look, we we now we find out. Hold on. Now we find out that there's no deal. All right. Isn't it, you know, and look, I got into it a little bit with a guy, uh, you know, his PR agent from inside the loud house or whatever, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, Neil, um, I think what, you know, I'm just, you know, look, I don't know the guy. I've never met him. Don't, you know, don't have any th- problem with him except for the fact that he just let, he makes, Weitzman out to be the greatest guy of all time, right? And this guy has been all talk and very little action. I know he gives a few bucks here and there to the, some of the guys on the campus, whatnot. He's got the one with the, the, the female player. Who cares? You know, I mean, the fact of the matter is he, he's this whole thing is making us look bad. And it, this, oh, you know, I'm going to take my ball and go home and then I'm going to give money to Binghamton. Oh, I'm not going to give money to Binghamton. I mean, look, I think I've said to you on the spaces before, bringing all these celebrities to the game is pathetic. 
you know, paying people to hang out with you is pathetic. I would rather he gave that money instead of those guys who don't need it to the NIL, right? And so, but, you know, this idea that, oh, I have to do it my way, you know, how many, you know, I would never have known the name of any other booster across the country if I didn't listen to this podcast. And I only know two now, the Walton family and the Ruiz guy. So, like, why does this guy have to be such an egomaniac? The end of the, the, at the end of the day, he's all about himself, and he hasn't done much. And he's, you know, he's been smart with his PR. He feeds everything to Neil, and Neil says whatever Adam tells him to say. And, and that's it. And it's frustrating, you know. But uh, And I think I appreciate what you said about the whole Jesse thing. I believe, from what I was told, they thought they had a deal, and it went – and then they kept coming back, like you said. I mean, uh, in the amount of money, I think you were right money from what I heard in terms of the amount. I find it frustrating, you know, and, and I also was told that, you know, Jesse's kind of bummed that he's leaving. He wanted to stay, but, you know, whether, you know, I respect his dad for looking out for him and all that, but, you know, his dad felt, look, you got to get while the getting's good. Yeah. All right, so I, I just wanted to let you rock. So you, you, you good or you got some more? <laughs> I, I don't want to interrupt. No, I, I'm good. I, I have a couple more thoughts, but I wanted to get your reaction to that. Okay, rant, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just had to take some notes of what you're saying so I could get on all of that, reply to all of that. So with Chapel Moore, all right, so this is a situation. So when he came to our elite camp last August and then he had a official visit shortly after that, at that point, we, we were like head and shoulders the favorite. You know what I'm saying? So throughout that time, you know, we, we got ahead of this game. He took a visit to, I think, Oklahoma State, but that was it. And then, like, the new year comes around, and when Weissman is involved, yeah, that, that, that helped push it over the finish line. But it wasn't a situation where we were, like, like he was leaning to, you know, uh, North Carolina or, or, or Villanova. And then, like, here comes, you know, Weissman to save the day and stuff like that. Like, we were always in good shape with Chopper, but not going to, you know, take away from what Weissman, you know, him coming in and helping pushing that over the finish line. When it comes to the NIL deal, though, here's the tricky part. I don't think, and maybe I could be wrong, but from what I understand, he can agree to a deal, but he can't, I mean, I don't know if he can sign it officially or get, you know, money when he's not, he has, he, he's he's able to get that when he's enrolled at the school, in the, in the college. So that's, I think that's how it goes with NIL, but with some of the laws and legislation that they have passed in, in certain states throughout the country, you can get an NIL. High school players can get an NIL. In New York. In, yeah, New York. So if Weitzman, he could, like, you know, say, all right, like, you can't um, you can't do an NIL deal with Syracuse University, but you could do one as a New Yorker. So I'm going to hook you up with a New York deal. Because here, here goes the thing. Um, Scott, I saw this interview with Boogie Flynn. Who's from the Bronx? He's in the 2020. He's from the Bronx and he's in the 2024 class. Plays at Stepanak and stuff. And he talked about his NIL situation, you know, being a New York um, um, athlete and stuff. And he said, "Yeah, like I got a bunch of deals, and it's it's like up to the six figures." You know what I'm saying? And I heard the same thing with Ian Jackson and all that. So that's the thing I find kind of confusing. That okay, like if if he's talking about you know Chopper signing or you know signing this big deal and all that stuff. I'm like, okay, if you can't do Syracuse University, you can do one with him 
you know, like individually. And I think this was all before the fallout with Syracuse. So I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what happened there and all that, but that's, that's how I, I, I believe situations go in NIL overall. You know what I mean? Like, regardless of that situation or not, like, you know, if, if you can't sign, you can't get the money. If you're dealing with the school, you can only, I guess, sign or have an agreement. But if your state allows it, you can get that individually. So that's one thing there. And all right, I'm I'm just going to say this with the whole Weissman situation, everything like that. And, you know, because I'm just like kind of worn out, you know what I'm saying? Like his, I, I thought the JB minions and fanboys was one thing. I didn't know that this guy had, like, it, it was worse yesterday when I had, I had some tweets and thoughts about a couple of tweets or whatever about, you know, the dude and the situation. And I'm telling you, Scott, my mentions with a bunch of like, um, burner accounts you know the dudes that got like 50 followers and yeah. you look at their timeline and they all they do is troll I, I i made a tweet around 12 one o'clock and i was still getting hit up on my mentions from all these different weird weirdo accounts to like 10 11 o'clock defending this dude like he walks on water or something so <laughs> to summarize everything um you know both ways so when the whole week, because like you said, the only boosters we know, right? The only boosters we know publicly is Ruiz and this guy, right? Because they're the most, you know, outspoken ones. When Ruiz got into his trouble, and the only reason why Ruiz and Miami didn't get slapped harder was because the NCAA said the violations took place last year and the new standards and rules that they put, they, they enforced start this year 2023 so they sent a warning shot and said look if you get in trouble again or anybody with boosters being involved in recruiting we're going to come at the school and that booster is going to be permanently banned from the program so it's not a coincidence that shortly after all that went down that's when we started hearing rumors because you remember scott this was like around february and we started hearing the, the back the towards the middle or end of February going into March that there were concerns, right? Um the Chancellor and Wild had all the higher ups, like people people were kinda of like concerned and they were parting ways. At the time, I was under the impression that maybe there was a meeting or a talk or something and they, you know, mutually decided to go you know, separate ways. But the way now he's portraying it, he's saying, oh, uh, you know, the chancellor doesn't like me and I heard some things. And I'm like, hold up now. If you like, all right, you, you, you're you saying you're this mega donor and all kind of stuff. All right, cool. If you're hearing things from the chancellor, you don't like Scott, you don't think he would have enough enough cachet with the program to say, OK, if I'm hearing things. Let me call up the chancellor. Or let's set up a meeting. And let's have a man to man talk. Right. See or, if we or... could. If he's best friend, he look. He's been saying for two, three years. I always laugh when I heard this because he sounds like a fifth grader. JB's my best friend, so call up your best friend who happens to work at the university and say, "Look, you know, I want to talk to the chancellor, and you know, see where he's at and it's bothering him." You know, I, I heard something to the you know when when he brought the two rap stars in with Chapa, they were smoking you know underneath when they're coming in and. The chancellor didn't like, you know, marijuana is not as bad as it used to be in terms of how people look at it. But it's still the idea of the chancellor, I, as a Syracuse alum myself, I was uncomfortable with the idea that he's bringing in a, a guy on a private jet with two hip hop stars. It just looks dirty. You know, nothing against the, uh, 
the hip hop stars and or anything else, but it's just like, just if you're a chancellor, your job is to take care of the image of the university. I mean, you can't tone it down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And Scott, around the same time when the other loudmouth just got hit and they're sending warning shots. So it would be irresponsible for the chancellor to like not be concerned and just say, all right, Adam, do whatever the hell you want. When he's going public talking about, you know, big deals and calling parents and all that, where they're clearly saying we don't want boosters doing that kind of stuff. And look, Scott, we're not naive. We know like all these schools have boosters involved, but you know what? They keep it behind the scenes. They're quiet. I don't look at UConn, Scott. I don't know who's their bag man. I don't know who their big boosters are and nobody cares. Right. Like go out and win games. So like when his minions were coming at me with their stupid talking points yesterday, they were like, oh, well, when he brings, you know, when he brings the celebrities, he's paid, he, you know, pay these people to hang out with him. It it, it, it it brings publicity to the program. I'm like, if you want Come publicity, on. win games, win yes. games. No publicity. No. Look. Nobody, Donovan Freeman isn't saying himself, you know what, I want to go to Syracuse because Josh Allen was sitting there looking at his phone during a game one night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's exactly. Like, Donovan, I'd rather that money went to Donovan Freeman for NIL. But, you know, if you're such a big fan, you know, and you're you're Mr. Superfan, and you're best friends with the coach and all this stuff, you don't say, oh, man, I'm going, I'm going to take my ball and go to Binghamton, you know, and you know, I don't understand. You know, look, I get he probably wants he loves to get a make a brand and get Instagram followers and whatever this Weissman I'm talking about. But like, for example, the Max, the Adams thing, you know, with the kid who ended up at Kansas. Right. I mean, it was a you know, in, in every, it was like a minute by minute report The the inside of the Loud House would get a call from Weitzman like every half hour. And, that, and he'd post something. Oh, yeah, we well, got this great deal. He really loves Adam, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's like. What other program do you see that? It's just crazy. There's no need for it, and it's not effective. Yeah, I, and the thing, the thing that that I didn't like was that basically, like we knew, like it was kind of for the, for those that like you know that's up on it. We knew like the situation went down. They parted ways towards the end of February, early March, right? So how convenient now, right? Like, cause he he could have went public a long time ago, right? How convenient now the Jesse debacle happens, right? right? And now, oh, he goes on his media tour and it p- presents a narrative now that makes the university look like shit, where it's like, oh, we lost out on Jesse because we didn't want to pay him. We're cheap. We don't have any boosters. We ran away. Weitzman, so, oh, what is the chancellor doing? Get rid of him. You know what I mean? I'm like, bro, like, it didn't go down like that, but he got what he wanted. He got that free, you know, publicity. It makes him look like a hero, and, you know, you got half the fan base that don't know what's up, what happens behind the scenes. That's saying, oh, you know what, Syracuse, you know, we're going to be all of a sudden, you know, Canisius now. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, look, they, 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 I'm not saying the NIL stuff and everything is, is like super great with Syracuse, but we're, 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 we're they're doing their best. Like the whole Jesse situation could have happened anywhere. You know what I mean? But. We made, and I'm sure you heard Sky and other people. Other people have been saying, you know, saying they heard the same stuff I heard and things like that. That we came up with something that was very, you know, reasonable and you know, uh, fair for what you would expect, expect yeah, of somebody. Dude, I, just, heard, yeah. I heard the same thing you did. That basically, mm-hmm. Edwards family gave him a number, and they got there. Yeah, 
Yeah. And know? yeah. So it's not so and I'm like, even if Adam if Weissman was still around, I don't think it'll make because even he would have said, nah, that's that's bull. You know what I'm saying? But since you know the falling out, it makes him now he can come out with you know, comes out with the story and goes on his media tour. So, you know, other people that don't really follow the program like that. They see that and they say, oh, Jesse left and they just gave their, you know, most notable booster the boot. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, please, just stop, just stop, just stop. Like, it was just driving me crazy, Scott. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's the thing is this, yeah. the thing is this, like, you got some of these fans acting like this dude walk on water and he, he can cure cancer. But where was he like for years now? Like people just heard of this guy like what, two, three years ago. And now it's like. People, 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 people were losing their minds of him being ousted more than Bayham. Like the Bayham crew was quiet. Like they gave up. I mean, four or five years ago, I couldn't say anything about Bayham without like having a gang of people jump at me. Like this past season, even that Brian guy, who I, I think is like must be Bayham's nephew or something in disguise, even <laughs> he didn't bother me once this year. So that whole crew, like they was quiet, but like I was like, damn, like y'all that emotional about this dude? Like. I, you know what? I'm I'm leaving that alone. Like I ain't gonna tweet about that dude again. I'm I'm just like whatever. He wants to go to Binghamton or Look, you know um wherever. Fine. Like do when your he thing. Was ta- when he was talking about yeah, I'm gonna give a million dollars and get a top five guy. You know it. It's kind. Of, I'll give you a crazy analogy. It's like all right. You you see a stripper. She's a hot chick, and you like the idea that you maybe she likes you, right? But deep down, you know that ain't gonna end well. It's the same thing here. Yeah, I would have loved him to write a check for uh, Elliot Cadeau or Boogie Fland and bring him in. It sounded great. It was a nice idea. But has it ever happened? It, 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 or, or is it just a lot of talk and a lot of bullshit? I mean, come on. You know, I, I just think it's disappointing. Um, but, you know, I thought you asked a good question before to, um, to Vince, which is, are you in full panic mode? And I think his answer was great. But, you know, in terms of I'm in the same place, let's wait and see. Let's give them a little time. I mean, I think they deserve it. I think they tried for Jesse. I think at a certain point things got crazy. Let's, you know, if they if we go in, I just have a hard time believing that we're going to start the administration and and John Wildhack and, and the whole program wants to start Red's first year with Munir starting at center. I just can't believe that. So, um Let's just wait and see what else happens in that regard. So, so Scott, you, your team, Musa Cisse, like me and Vince? Yeah, I remember you talking about him uh, in the pods back in the day. I mean, it was a great call. and Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I mean, I, I'm a little less concerned about this weekend for Dickinson just because I was. Uh, my understanding is these are unofficials and he's going home anyway. So I don't think you're going to see any committing. I think, you know, he's going to take some, take his time and see where the money's at. I'm sure. Sh- I'm with you. I think like that was just kind of where the question, whoever said it in the first place, like, I think he was just, you know, doing his due diligence, but I don't, I don't, I'll believe he's serious as Syracuse. If he actually goes up for a visit, I'm not 10%, I think is maybe even optimistic, you know? Yeah. 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 I think, I think that was my, my guy, Greg in the beginning, it was saying maybe it was yeah. just, you know, a favor for strong or something like that. Cause, uh, um, you know, Strong had coached them back in the right. days in the AAU. So, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you, Scott. Like I, I think it's a long shot, but you know, if he comes out of this weekend uncommitted and you know he says, Hey, I'm gonna take a visit to the Qs, then who knows, right? You know right. what I'm saying? But I don't know, I don't know. I, I wouldn't have put put my money up saying that's gonna happen, but you know, I love to be proven wrong. The other so thing, Gene, uh, you know, it's kinda like 
you look at if you're a college basketball player and you know there's money available at Syracuse, we know that because they offer, you know, they try with Jesse and that gets around. If you're a center who's thinking about, you know, maximizing their potential income, what a great opportunity to start for Syracuse and the ACC with some good players around you. You know, I'm not saying this is the, uh, you know, the 87 team, but you get my point, or the 03 team. But, you know, if you're a center, you can improve. I just can't fathom. There's a bunch of reasons why I don't believe that our starting center is on the roster just yet. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, right now, it, you know, obviously the Jesse news and everything is tough, but you know, April 13th was so much to play out, and we know – there's going to be a lot of names in that portal before that May 11th deadline. Like, let's just sit back, wait, see who's out there. And, you know, I've been making this joke that we, we, we have the cap space, right? You know what I'm saying? It's a great so, way. It's a great way of putting it. You know, yeah, yeah, we have, we have the cap space. So, you know, all that money in the budget that would have went to Jesse, you know, is now available for some other guys. So, um, but Scott, let me, and this is something I forgot to ask Vince. So, you know, there's a thing I've been advocating for, and we saw Villanova do it today. What's your thoughts on us getting a GM and like being ahead of the game like everybody else and not being last? To it's a no brainer. I, th- yeah. I thought you were, pre- you know, again, it was a great pod and it makes all the sense of the world. I think I sent you that tweet today on DM. I don't know if you check your DMs, but yeah, I saw that. I thought of you immediately. Um, yeah, it's, and, and frankly, I'm, you and I both know and everyone knows. Whether there's, they say there's separation of church and state, you know whoever these GMs are talking to the uh, the NIL guys and the collab ribs, and they know what's up, you know. So it's like, you know, it, it just makes all the sense. It's, it, it, in five years, everyone's going to have one, and people are going to be like, oh, I can't believe we didn't have GMs. So it's inevitable. So they should do it right away, you know. And, you know, I was thinking about that. The perfect guy would be like, you know, and I know he's still coaching, you know, I don't, whenever Hop gets fired, if he wanted some time off, man, he'd be perfect for that if he didn't want to coach, you know, if he was a recruiter slash GM, you know, a guy like that, um, you know, I, I, yeah, it just came off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, find a bright guy who's either in between coaching jobs or, you know, wants to do something as a GM in the, in the league and wants to get started that way or, or a Syracuse lifer who figures, I don't want to coach every day, you know, kind of like what Brad Stevens did with, the, you know, he didn't want to be on the road coaching, but he's, he's running a, a team that's a really a championship contender, you know, maybe some, somebody with those kind of aspirations. Nope. All right, Scott. So, um, yeah, so I see, I see Pat has joined. So I, I want Toast to get on cause he called and you said he, he had called you out too, Scott. Um, 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 Toast Kite calls you out as post guy, or, or um, know, that's what he just alluded to it right when you called the bond. He said he wants to wait till after I went, so I respect Toast. So I want to hear from oh, him. Oh, okay. All right, so uh, Toast Pat's on, so let me get Pat, let me get Pat up. And um, all right, you know what, Toast, let me, let me let you go first because you said uh, <laughs> I'm gonna let you say your piece of that, but get Pat on after so. All right, what's up? Yes, Dean, as I mentioned, I have prepared formal remarks directed toward Pat from Syracuse and Scott 11. I'd like to begin by congratulating Pat and Scott on getting everything they asked for. JD, gone. Joe, gone. Weitzman, gone. And the cherry on top, we're bringing in a guy who averaged nine points per game at Notre Dame. Judah, gone. Jesse, gone. But it's all good because head coach Adrian Autry was spotted at a single high school basketball game last month. Maybe Pat and Scott will now admit that JD was actually onto something about wasting time traveling to such games. Because as we see with Jesse, all that matters now is NIL. 
which brings us to the fact that there are 2,640 billionaires on planet Earth. But how many of those billionaires have even the slightest interest in Syracuse basketball? One, Adam Weitzman. But let's run him off because he occasionally posts on Instagram. But it's all good because we have some super secret mystery donors who aren't on social media. Yes, now our mystery donors can meet recruits at 2 a.m. under a bridge with a double bag full of unmarked bills where the donors take a blood oath promising to never utter a word or post anything on Instagram, just like Pat and Scott requested. But enough about NIL numbers. The only numbers that matter are two and zero, as in the head-to-head record of Joe Girard versus J.J. Starlin this year in which Joe went two and zero. But Pat and Scott are happy because at least our new guard is not friends with our coach's son. Except, of course, he is a friend of the coach's son, Trey Autry. In conclusion, I asked Pat from Syracuse at Scott 11, would you care to formally apologize tonight to JB, or will that apology come in a future Autos World spaces? I now cede the floor back to Dean Francis, a.k.a. Dean Franchise. All right, toast. I'm going to say this right now, man. That was some great – I know people are like, yo, what the hell? Toast, that was some good shit, man. I love – like, you're, you're, you're the, like the best troll Cuse fan out there with well intentions. That's why you like never change, bro. You you you're the same since yeah, except, I know you from except, except you said a bunch of shit that I never said. Okay, <laughs> I think most of it was directed to Pat, so I don't know. But Scott, let me let me say the but toast again. You I I I I I a dub toast. You remember those years when when um the sanctions when you was worried you spent we you spent like a whole year when worried about the sanctions and stuff and if we was going to get hammered and you thought we was going to be on a five-year tournament ban and stuff so how would you feel if we if, if we spent we 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 fell back chancellor did nothing and let your man a-dub run wild broadcasting everything out there with the ncaa clearly saying we're, we're coming to hunt you down and red's first years is red first few years he has to deal with all this nonsense, and then when we can't get any recruits, and and, and nobody nobody wants it. You talking about nil and all that? Everybody's scared to come. Well, to be fair, I prepared those remarks. I prepared those remarks earlier today before I heard the beginning of the spaces, and okay. I heard that. So the points you raised there, I was unaware of when issuing those remarks originally. Yeah. You, However, I do take I do take umbrages. <laughs> I do take umbrage with Scott's point that because Weitzman struck out with Ian Jackson, Elliot Cadeau, that means he would never land anyone. That it's like if a shooter starts over two, what do you you think he's never going to make a shot again? You not what put I him said. on the bench not and kick I him I off said. the team? Not what I said. I'm saying that he didn't make the real offers to those guys, and that he's full of shit. Now, to- Toast, let me ask you a question: When when you went down courtside and got your picture taken with Weitzman, did he put did you put your arm around him or did he put his arm around you? I mean, what? If, why do you idolize this guy? What has he done? I mean, talk about us. What, what, tell me. I'm, I'm willing to learn. Tell me what he's done that makes you idolize this guy like he's a god. It's not what he has done. It's what potentially he could do. It, it, oh, the NIL is not so either or. It's not like every school is limited to one booster. We need, we need the anonymous guys. We need Weitzman. We need everyone we can get. When did I say that I don't want you to come back? Tell me that. That was a joke. Yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a good one. Hey, hey, Pat, Pat, you got a bad connection. You got to run that back. Hey, hey, Toast, do you really enjoy it? You know what? Are you you must be bummed because next year our defense isn't going to rely on guys missing 
wide open 19 footers. We might, you must hate, you must hate UConn's defense. You know why? They're so stupid. They actually guard people and don't let them have wide open shots. You must hate that. You must have been like, man, what are they doing guarding those guys in the perimeter and not letting them have open looks? You know, what are they doing sharing the ball instead of having yeah, You must have hated the Hakeem Warren's block in 2003. You know, isolate one-on-one while four guys watch him. Oh, my God, UConn's moving the ball. Why would we want to do that? All right, so let me – because, Scott, I think one of the things I, I – the, the one thing I agree with Toast, and I'll be fair about this – is that when he's saying with um you know the 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 early misses that Weissman had, you know like if you gave him a longer period and stuff like that, you know he's gonna get some guys. So how you feel about that? Because that's another narrative that's going around that uh because you know, it, you know Wayne Gretzky says you don't take you don't make any shots if you don't take them right, but mm-hmm. I'm not convinced he's serious. I'm not convinced he's got any real made any real offers. I mean he he was letting everyone believe. That he made a big deal with uh, Chapa Moore. Now we find out, no, nah, there was no deal. That was all talk. I'm saying mm-hmm. I don't think this guy. I don't think he's legit. I don't. You know, I think there are other people willing to write checks. I don't think he is. I think he's willing to write the five thousand and ten thousand dollar check to the poor kid whose family, you know, on a FAU. And that was a nice gesture. Don't get me wrong. He's charitable. I'm not. I'm not criticizing him for. He can do whatever he wants with his money. But when he makes the school look bad and people like uh, Toast buy this fraud, you know, when and even after proving that it's a fraud, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. He wanted everyone to believe he brought Chapa Moore. He's all about, oh, I got him here with these two hip hop stars. But now, oh, no, Chapa, you know, Chapa's left holding an empty bag as far as Weizmann's concerned. He ain't doing nothing. <laughs> yep. And that's, and, and the thing is, it's like, you look at all these other programs, right? Like who, like I said, nobody knows and cares about who's behind the UConn stuff, right? Nobody, like, I don't know who, I'm sure Michael Jordan cuts checks in North Carolina, but I don't know who's their other boosters. I don't know about Duke. Like, none of that I shit matters. I wouldn't it's be so all, sure it, about that. He's notoriously cheap. Yeah, he's notoriously cheap, but I'm just saying, you know, he's like the famous alum, so I'm saying, but even still, it's like, you know, like, we we not hearing all this other stuff. Like, when... Syracuse ball, we got to get back to talking about the games. Like, the fact that, like, this shows you how far things have fallen off, where it's like we're having off-season debates about a guy that nobody knew existed two, three years ago. Like, seriously. Like, this is crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, nobody heard, like, he wasn't around in the 90s, the heydays in the late 80s, the 2000s, the 2010s, but all of a sudden he pops up out of the blue and... You got a portion of the fan base that's thinking this guy's the second coming of Christ. Toast, are you a Syracuse fan or no? Yes. All right. So do you like the fact that this guy is basically declaring war in your school? I mean, do you think it's a coincidence that this guy, that that the leak about Jesse not coming back, all the whole thing with Adam all happened at the same time? I mean, again, he's making the chancellor look bad. He's making the school look bad. We're a national thing. We're the... People are tweeting like uh, about this booster who's leaving Syracuse. How it, if he really cared about this school, why wouldn't he keep that shit quiet and go and, and not want to hurt the team? You know, and then he comes out with this nonsense tweet. Oh, I'll never uh, help NIL against somebody who because I'm such good friends with Red Autry. Toast. If he really cared about this school, is this how you would act, or would you be a grown ass man, call up your supposed best friend Jim Beheim and say, "Look, I heard the chancellor has a problem with me." I really love the school. I want to help. 
you think you could set up a meeting and I want to explain to him my plans. And if they don't work with the school's agenda, so be it. We shake hands. I'll come to the games. I'll keep buying my tickets and so be it. But no, he's declaring this war. And I don't know what good it does other than to get him clicks. You, you, yeah, you, I'm not happy with you, anything that's gone down you, with this you recently. Can, you can uh, educate me as to why you're so happy with Whiteson right now. I'm not. That's not what I said. I said uh, this whole thing is regrettable that it went down this way. This had potential to be something good, and it just became a big mess. Yeah, but Toast, wouldn't you say that's more his doing, though? I mean, like like, like Scott said, I wish, you know, both sides could have had a meeting and talk. But, like, you know, like as Scott mentioned, like, Weissman or his – if he felt a certain way, because he, he made a comments, right? He said he heard, right? Like, he ain't talked to the chancellor, but he heard that – they didn't like what he was doing and how he was going about his business. So it's like, why not have a sit down, both of them chop it up and see how they can work things out. And if they can't, then it's like, all right, I'm going to go my way and you, you guys do your thing. Like for him to come out and it's so convenient, like all this supposedly went down in like late February. Or so where I guess he, you know, they decided to you know distance himself from him and he decided that he wasn't going to support NIL. How convenient now the Jesse situation happens and here he comes. You know what I'm saying? And it's like this whole narrative is flowing out and there's a lot of misinformed people out there that just think, oh, the, the university doesn't care. They're not trying, you know, they didn't want to pay Jesse where it's like, I think, you know, everybody knows what happened there. Like he didn't help. Like he 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 added fuel to the fire and all it did was make him look good and have all, you know, these fanboys and minions praise him and stuff like that. And like I think Toast. he's some he's some he's some um you know, some god or something like that. So that that's the thing I don't like. Cause you know, I had some dude hit me up to him about and I think it's your boy I think it's your hey, uh, Toast. Is 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 a cat named Jesse Martin your boy? Uh no comments. Okay, yeah, because I had a, a respectable back and forth with him. But yeah, yeah, he, he, was, he, he was a little misinformed and he was saying, Oh, yeah, I don't I, think he has listened to the pod at that point. All right, because he thinks I, he sees a few tweets and he was like, Oh, I'm bugging out and stuff. And I'm like, Dude, did you hear the pod? Do you know what's going on? So he's he thinks I hate the man. I'm like, Dude, I don't hate, I don't know this man. I just know him as the dude, the loudmouth booster that pays people to hang out with him. Why would I hate on that? We had a guy accused guy, my guy Steve on the spaces who said he mentioned NIL on Facebook and this guy DM, DM'd him out of the blue bitching about how the chancellor don't like him and people don't like him and all that stuff. If you have a billion dollars, don't you think you would have better things to do? Why would anybody be hating on that or jealous of that? This man has some inse insecurities going on. Like he has some problems. You know what I'm saying? Right. And this whole situation, he might think on face value with some of these fans, I don't know what's up. He might think it's cool and everybody's mad at the university and he's looking like, you know, like having people feel sorry for him and wishing he would come back. But on the other side where people know what's up, he just looks like the clown that a lot of people assumed that he was and that he was all about the clout and the attention and it wasn't really about, look, like my man Scott said, sure, he cut you know, some some checks for people that needed it. And, you know, I heard he does, you know, does a lot for charity. So it's nothing to do with him, you know, on that end, you know, any of his businesses and, pers you know, his personal life and all that, like what he got going on behind closed doors. But everything that we have seen on the outside, that's not a dude that people will be like, yeah, that's my guy and you want represent the university. Like there's plenty of people that if you want them representing and being like the so-called face of NIL and the guy to help out, like he would pick, <laughs> 
anybody else outside of him. Like that that's the last dude I would want and feel proud that, you know, he's representing the university and being the face of it. Yeah, well, I think at this point you, we should just uh, move on from him. Let's not let's let's hope maybe cool heads for for video. Let's not let's not uh let me move on to another point you made toast. So you don't think JJ Styling you think JJ Styling's a bum. So you know, you think after an injury riddled uh year at Notre Dame we're playing with a bunch of scrubs, you're you're ready to say, Yeah, even though he's a five star and even though he's probably the most athletic guy on our team right now, yeah, he's not worth bringing in. You'd rather have another year of Joe Girard fucking up shots. I, I admire Joe. He tried the best he could, and he would, if he had been uh, reined in and just taken open shots, he would have been a weapon. But for you to think, you must have been happy with the, with your uh, season that we had a losing record, and then the year last year when we wouldn't made the NIT. You'd want, you want to go back to that same formula. Me, I'd rather see us play man-to-man. I'd rather see us get, get, us, get athletic. And as far as J.J. Starling goes, I think guys get better after their – when they get healthy and when they get more experienced and when they're coached up, I'm excited to see this guy. I, I'm sure, I guess you're not excited to have him on the team and you don't, you've already decided he's a bum. I disagree with you respectfully. I think he's going to be a big addition to this program. Uh, I would be happy with to see a backward Judah and JJ. That would be pretty awesome. No, you no, 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 no. Don't go backwards. You already said he's a bum. who's not, who only, Scored nine points a game in Notre Dame. You'd rather have Joe Girard. Don't be backing up just because I'm talking. Uh, no, I'll back up whenever I want. You raise some fair points, and I'm keeping an open mind. Next. Yeah, I don't, hey, Pat must be stuck on the road somewhere because he came on with a bad connection, and and I'll try to see what's up with him if he's okay. So uh, I don't know. I guess uh, Toast, we're gonna have to. You and Scott, y'all, y'all just went like five rounds. So I guess we're gonna finish out the full, you know, the rest of the fight when when Pat hops on. Hopefully, hopefully, um, you know, he's all right. So what? I just so thought what, that, I just thought that Dean Francis, Otto's World Spaces, would appreciate some prepared remarks. Uh, but I guess I guess I was mistaken. <laughs> Yo, Toast. <laughs> Oh man! All right, so look until Pat come on. You you guys will resume. Yeah, I'll 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 save the spot. Hopefully Pat comes on and you toast you and Pat. Y'all could you know have y'all sparring match and finish up. But you know I'm gonna declare Scott the winner. Scott by TKO. Ding ding ding. So ding, what? Ding. So <laughs> sorry. So what has what right, has so, Wiseman done not, in the past two years that he's been supposedly a booster? Who's he brought in? Like I don't understand what this big deal is. Like the guy was the guy's so fraudulent. Like. It just, it just seems like a scam. No, he took a picture with Toast Quartz. <laughs> oh my god! Nah, hey, hey, Matt. I think Toast is hoping that um his guy slides in his DMs and pays him to hang out with him right? one day. I think that's right. What that man is fraudulent. Stupid. Like, just look, just Google his name, and you'll you'll see. Like, like he owns a garbage company. Like all this tax fraud and shit. I mean, I mean, I, I don't. No comment, man. I'm gonna just let you guys see off. I said my piece, so I, 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 I you missed know, your, I missed your piece. What did you say? What was? <laughs> oh no, no, it's just. Or you can catch it on the replay because it's being oh, recorded. Sweet. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're, you're you're good. But um, you know, Scott and you know Scott Scott said a lot. I said you know I said my piece. It, it's it's it's. I'm I'm hopefully. Hey Matt, hopefully. 
this time, next offseason, we're talking about the future of the program, guys who are getting out of the portal, recruits, moving forward to the next season. We're not talking about boosters and all this other right. nonsense. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it, it, it's sad that this is where we at, that this is where the conversation, and that's what upset me, that this is what he wanted, like the attention. You know what I'm saying? Like, it didn't have to go this way. You know exactly. What I mean? like, exactly. The, like, it was it, all he just yeah. wanted his get his publicity, bring whatever celebrity and shit, and I guess yeah. just so, so. So Matt, so Matt, you're not saying when he brought the celebrities, it was it was bringing a, a, a good good publicity and spotlight to the program because that's what his minions told me when they flooded my 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 mentions yesterday all day because they ain't have nothing else to do. I guess um Adam pays for bots and burn, <laughs> but that was. <laughs> That was that was that was one of the narratives they were saying, like, oh, you know, uh, you know, because the team wasn't doing good, so he was just trying to, you know, bring a good spotlight to, you know, the program. And that stuff. makes a lot of sense, I, though. Yeah. I didn't even think of it way back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and here go here goes another narrative. Because I mentioned, because they were like, oh, we're not gonna get any more five star recruits, everything like right. that. So I said, what is JJ Stalin? Oh well, he's he's a local kid, so we were gonna get him anyway. Like what? He went. To yeah, Notre he went Dame. to Notre Dame, and he only he only played uh, in Beeville for his freshman and sophomore year. So he was at a prep school before. And look, and and, and guess what? If their guy was still around, right, and JJ came back, what they would have said? JJ only came back because who got him? Who was get? Who was able to get him to return? You know who they would have said, right? Right? Yeah, right, right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He made, yeah, yeah. They're, they're mad. They're mad. A dub made it happen. That's what they would have been saying. So, I mean, the shit is just. I, 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 I just hope, like, you know, after like, you know, this week or whatever, everybody can just move on and like, we really need. You know what we need, guys? We need like Donnie Freeman or one of these guys to commit and just like Bingo, get things right. rolling. Like that's what we need. I think the, the Jesse news and everything like that, and the Judah situation that's still unclear. Like people are just kind of like starting to freak out. So when this, you know, this situation happened and then this dude comes in and puts more salt on the wounds, like people are just like losing their minds. And, you know, I'm glad that like, you know, a lot of you guys are kind of like, hey, let's just wait and see what happens. Like, let's not, you know, oh, can you imagine yeah. next week, like, let's just say like Donnie signed or committed. We got Musa Cisse. Everyone would be happy. You know, toast picture with him and Weissman Quartzai would come back from the Kramers. <laughs> he could hang that shit up. <laughs> And like, you know, and, and, and it's all it takes, you know, that's why I'm not panicking because there's still time. I'm disappointed Jesse's not coming back. I really like Jesse because to me, he he showed that you can come to Syracuse, you know, really raw and leave a really good basketball player, you know, and keep getting better and better. I'm disappointed too, but there's still time. Let's not totally panic yet. And the NIL, look, in a lot of ways, it was working. We had the money. He just kept going and going and finally just got crazy. Yeah, I mean, this thing here, it's, it's hard to blame Jesse because, you know, like I said, the dad was handling, you know, this wasn't a situation where there was a, an agent or anything like that. This was strictly Pops that was um handling the business. And it just, you know, didn't work out in the end. But, you know, I, I can't blame the staff because, look, guys, just last week, wasn't, wasn't Jesse still on campus taking pictures and everything like that, practicing and all that, just like last week? So, I mean, obviously, they were... 
um, confident that things were headed in the right direction. But then, you know, in, in this uh, NIL world with so much, and I'm sure you guys have seen like other people been, um, you know, talking about some stuff that I've been alluding to lately that there's like fake figures, a lot of bullshit talk that they're throwing out that these parents and handlers are, are being duped. You know what I'm yep. saying? Like they thinking they throwing out figures and they're like, oh, if this school, my current school is giving me this and I could get that over here. All right, we're going to jump in the portal. And then it turns out, oh, you're not really, you know, they don't really see that. That's what I was going to ask next. Because... Like, is there like, so you can back out of the portal, right? If you like, if you don't want to go to any other school, like you could, what yeah, are the, yeah. like, what are the rules on that? Could you return back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You definitely could come out, come out the portal. JBA did that. Who did that? Yeah, J- JBA. John Balazs. Oh shit! Cause nobody, nobody wanted him. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, it was, it was. Hey, hey, Matt. You know, you know the the gift that they always have, or that picture with Will Smith on that last episode of Fresh yeah. Prince. That, that's yeah. what it's like. That's what he's like. That's what it's like for JBA in right? the portal. He was looking around like, yo, that's funny. There's nobody here. <laughs> <laughs> Now look, JBA all by all accounts <laughs> good kid and all that, but you know, I, <laughs> yeah, man. But um, no, but to, you know, it's funny you bring up J. I brought up JBA, but you know, I, I now I sound corrected when I think about how Toast said what JB did is such a great job. Remember, he started him for five minutes at Virginia, and then he so he decided that was the best way to beat Virginia was to start. JBA, and then he literally didn't play for the next like five games after that five minutes. Remember that? Yeah, I don't know what it was with JB and and JBA early in the season. Like that was kind of strange. Even though, even though I'm not gonna lie, that first Notre Dame game, those backdoor cuts that he had with yeah, Joe, that was nice the game. Yeah, <laughs> that was the game. So I guess that's his. Um, that's his. Uh, you y'all remember? Uh, what's his name? Chanaso Obako. <laughs> Remember he had that one game, I think, on the road against Notre Dame when they were, like, a top-five team, and he had some, like, monster blocks and everything. And it was like, okay, like, he he, he pretty much sucked throughout his SU career, but he has that moment, right? Like, when we, when we were at a low point, when it was, like, I think that was the year when we self-imposed and everything like that, but we went to Notre Dame, and they were, like, top-five, top-ten, and, like, this guy just was looking like Matumbo out there for a stretch and everything. So all, all these guys always have their moments, right? <laughs> Yep. All right, so so Maddie C, I mean, you got anything else you want to say? Or you yeah, what say, about uh, uh, what do you think the chances are for Hunter Dick- Dickinson? Yeah, I put it at ten yeah. percent, man, and that's probably Same. being generous yeah. because he's yeah he's visiting Maryland and Georgetown, and then um you know I don't know Kansas is involved, and um you know if he comes out of this weekend and he doesn't commit, then maybe then maybe you know if he uh decides all right i'm gonna take a visit to syracuse then anything could happen you know i always i've been saying this for years get get a player on the campus and you have a chance yeah. right you know just get them on campus and you have a chance so if we get there then hey you know maybe you know my my hopes will start going up because of the connection with strong but i don't know it's tough yeah it's tough <laughs> yeah the other big man, the other big man we've been talking about, I don't know if you caught, is the 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 dude from Oklahoma State, Musa oh. who was like a five star. Yeah, so um, you know, he's the guy that we had offered early on in the process because he used to play at Christ the King out in Queens before he went out to down to Memphis and stuff. So 
you know, I mean, the money, we got the cap space. So I, I, I've been telling the guys, like, use that money that Jesse and take. Right. And, you know, uh, there we try, go. try to get Musa. Yeah. Because, like Scott said, we get a guy like Musa and we get another good guard or something like that. I think the fan base will start feeling better. A, a Donnie Freeman commit to get 2024 started. So, you know, let's 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 wait and see, right? <laughs> let's wait and see. Like the 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 whole, you know, um, the, you know, some of the fans is acting like the program, you know, is gonna become Canisius. And I'm like, no, let's not get crazy. Like we, you know, it's 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 all right. We gonna be all right. You know, what I'm, I'm saying? like 20 minutes from them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but um, yeah, like everyone's overreacting way too much. What has Gerard and Edwards done? We haven't even done anything with them. So let's just. Everyone relax and see what this next chapter holds. Yeah. Hey, what you think about speaking of Gerard? Like, I know he, I saw he's visiting the LSU. LSU. Shit. Like, like, don't, don't, like don't, don't they you, were asked. Don't, don't no, no surprise, he's going there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Joe in the SEC. That's gonna be <laughs> funny. Like, I can't. I mean, Joe, 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 trying to outdo DJ Wagner. Right. Who's he gonna outmuscle? Yeah, he's gonna outmuscle. Like, he can't even do anything against like a. Like, like Bryant or whatever, Colgate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like, hey, as long as it's not our team, I'm actually going to be excited to see Joe what he does next season. You know what I'm saying? At least uh, I- I'm just like, hey, it's not, it's not, we don't have to worry about him on right? our team anymore. So it's like, take, launch all the 35 footers you want in transition. Like, that's, that's right. <laughs> and can't play D. Can't play a lick of D. Yep. Yep, and LSU they playing man to man, so oh, that's, that's gonna, gonna be, be hilarious. You know? <laughs> yeah, man. I I was hoping I was hoping that he would have gone to BYU and try to get his gym on. Like that's what, <laughs> that's what I thought too. Hoping. I thought the same thing. He was gonna be try to be like Jimmer. <laughs> yeah, man. But um, yep. So yo, I'm Matt. So here's the thing. I'm gonna ask a bunch of guys this because I, I, you know, one of the spots I saw, you know, Duke started it and Villanova got it rolling. But I was saying like Syracuse need to get with the program, with the GM spot, and just have somebody handle the day-to-day with the the portal, the NIL, the management of the roster, where, you know, the finances, everything like that, so everybody knows what they're dealing with with the NIL, um, keeping track with all the boosters, getting the money, you know, like um, fundraising and everything like that. Well, what you think? That's something you want to see Syracuse do, Yeah, right? definitely. Just like a GM of a pro yeah. team. Like, if a GM's missing, like, they're going to – like the owner doesn't know shit, and yeah, because the Jesse, the right. Jesse situation just the, the Jesse situation just dragged out too yeah. long. You know what I'm saying? Like that, this this should have been settled um, by April first. I would have had that deadline because remember, it's not like we 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 had a long run in the ACC tournament, right? right? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like we, so we had weeks to try to get this done, and it's like okay, if we can't come to, we can't find common ground then fine, hit the portal, and we're going to move on. Because even with the Hunter Dickerson thing, imagine, okay, Jesse, you know, got into the portal and we had all this time. Maybe we get that first visit, right? right? Like, maybe we get that first visit and we get a head start. But since everything dragged, we're kind of, like, behind. And I'm sure Hunter, you know, made his connections and all kind of stuff with these other schools and know what he's dealing with with them already while we just doing a Zoom yesterday. Like, we should have been had, we should, we should have had a Zoom from last week if everything, you know, was cleared up already. So, you know, I hope, um, that's why I'm hoping they get a GM in and have somebody that can just have everybody on the same page 
and it's not just like we're getting dragged, you know, things are just dragging, dragging, dragging. Right, like someone says and, this, someone says that, and then you're like, all right, I'm mm-hmm. out. I'm moving on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yep. Hey, yep. hey Dean, I'm sure we're going to get right on that GM thing. It, it only took how long for us to get a nutritionist for football? <laughs> I mean, it's, we're the last, like, pro Power 5 program to have a nutritionist on staff. Yeah. I mean, I mean – <laughs> I mean, Vince, man. I mean, I can only hope, right? But I, I agree with you. We're probably not going to get a GM until like 2025, the earliest. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, all right. So, Matt, you got anything else you want to say? Or yeah. You- like, what about, like, why can't we just be like Kansas State? Like, all their, they just used the portal and went to work. Like, college is different. What You lose someone, you just got to pick someone up. Like they're making yeah, way I mean, too, everyone's making way too big of a deal about Edwards. Like he was good, don't get me wrong, but like they're making it seem like he's like Shaq. Like he could be replaced. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, if we if we like I said, if we get Musa Cisse, I mean, I think I think we got a a very good you know uh, backup plan for that. Like he he he's 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 a guy that's gonna help the team. You know what I'm saying? Right. As far as you know, with his motor rim protection, especially if we go play more man. Obviously, you know, these guys, it's going to be an adjustment for them. So when you got a dude that's a second, a, a wall back there in the paint as a great secondary defender with a high motor, how many shots you going to see block leads to fast breaks and everything like that? So, you know, you got to do that rebounds. I think he's like one of the top centers in the country at offensive rebounding. So, I mean, make it happen. Like, make it happen. Like, whatever it is, as long as it's not another situation with Jerry where the price tag is ridiculous, because this is another thing. That, you know, I've been telling people, like, the money is not the problem right now with the boosters and everything we have and stuff, what we're working with. The thing is, we don't, we're not like these state schools that have an unlimited budget. So we got to be smart and strategic with how we go about things. So, like, the, they, the, the coaches and everybody involved are making a, 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 making an emphasis, especially to, like, the players they're recruiting and, you know, whether high school, poor, all that, that, you you you'll get yours. Don't worry. We're gonna compensate you, but we're not gonna get dragged into no bidding wars so that you can you know drive up prices or get you you know we're not gonna be used for leverage and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? It, so that's 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 another thing people gotta remember. It's kind of similar to like how the Yankees are run right now. Like it's mm-hmm. kind of funny, but so so Matt, why why Jesse couldn't be Aaron Judge? Right, <laughs> Aaron Judge apparently. He turned down more money from what, like San Diego or the yeah. Giants or something like that. Like, come on, Jesse, you should have. But you know, to be fair, that that you know, this is more Jesse's dad doing. I think if it was just Jesse alone, you know, he 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 would have came back. But you know, it is what it, it is. is. Right. Yep. All right, Matt. So, any anything else? Um, I think we were talking about earlier. Um, me and Vince. Um, Vince had mentioned like getting a, a point guard like Pasha Alexander from St. John's, who's still in the portal. What you think? Yeah, about definitely. That? Like, I would like even like to see us go small. Use like four guards and just get out and run and transition. And yeah, with man to man, to screw it. Like, Try to take a take a page out of Miami's yeah. book. <laughs> well, they made the right? final four, right? So we can't we can't hate on that. So, yep. Yeah, I would man. like to see a tougher non conference schedule too. Uh, in red, in red's first seat, I'm not gonna lie. You guys might disagree with me, but I, w- I want a tomato can. Schedule. Okay. I, w- I want, I want, I want red. I want red to load up in some wins with confidence. And then... 
Oh man. Uh, so Matt, that was it. Yeah, so, yeah. Sorry, my dog's barking. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I thought I thought somebody was making some sound effects. I was like, yo, what <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was fake. It sounded so ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, man. So any, um, let me see. I'm gonna get v- Vito. I got you. With, let me just get to Vince. Uh, Vince and Scout. So what y'all think? Load up on a cupcake schedule for a couple high major games and build up the confidence. So y'all want Michigan State Izzo style? I think it's too late because we're going to Maui and that's going to be like a nasty schedule. Oh, out there. Maui is oh, a gauntlet. Maui. Oh, I saw. I forgot about that. Yeah, it. it I'm scared, guys. Because I'm with like, you. I, saw those I, I love the. I hated it. Remember when we opened up one year with uh, Virginia and we scored like 15 points in the first half and like. Yeah, I, I yeah. like the old days when we'd have cupcakes. We'd never leave New York. I, kind of, I think it's a good way to get the team rolling. Yeah, screw screw Gottlieb. Like, when Gottlieb used to hate, I'm like, dude, like, all right, we never left the state, but we still would be, like, what, top two, top, yeah, top two, three in the Big East. Like, we, we it wasn't like we were paper tigers. You know what I'm saying? Like, we still we still won the shits on the game. So, I mean, I don't Yeah, the Maui, man, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's going to yeah, that's gonna be a tough one. Yep. All right, so I'm going to get Vito. Let me get you on. I know you've been uh, waiting for a while, Vito, so unmute yourself. Hey, man. Yeah, it's, uh, well, this goes way back. When you guys were talking about Weitzman, I know you guys dropped it, but I want to say this real quick. Maybe you already said this, but I'm wondering if he got in the way, you know, because money talks. So did he get in the way uh, where, you know, he wanted certain recruits? Uh, was he was he willing to give Jesse that money and SU didn't want him to give that much money to him? Or vice versa. I'm in a parking lot over here at Wagman. This lady is pretty damn loud. All right. Yeah. So basically, you know, was he was he not cooperating with what the coaches wanted with regard to the recruits that he was targeting with his cash? You know? Yeah. I mean, Vito, as far as like the Jesse, he he was Weitzman been out since like mid mid to late February. So he didn't have nothing to do with the Jesse stuff. But um, everything before that, I, I. from what I understand, and maybe some of you guys heard differently, it seemed it seemed like Weissman was kind of like doing his own thing when it comes to NIL. I don't think he was working hand to hand with individual people at the university. You know, he was working with the coaches because they were telling him, you know, what what recruits they were going after and stuff like that. But I don't know if you know, like Wild Hack and all these other people. It seemed like he was kind of like. Well, Doing Dean, his, I can, you know, doing I can his tell own you, th- I know the 315 yeah. Foundation reached out to him, which is the basketball collaborative, you know, we have for NIL. Mm-hmm. And they reached out okay. to him numerous times, and he just wanted to do his own thing and made that very clear. Yeah, yeah, that's why I assume, yeah. Like, the only so, when you, so when you say he wanted to do his own thing, what, what, what exactly do you mean? Like, he wanted – he was looking at certain players where the coaches didn't want them, or what, what do you mean? I don't mean? think that's the case. I think, like, uh, I don't think he was just going to go find players himself. I mean, that's not – but I'm saying, like, he didn't want to be part of a group, uh, NIL collaborative. He, From what I was told, he wanted to make his – you know, be responsible for bringing in a guy. You know, I'm sure he was getting guidance from – JB or whoever, or, you know, whoever it would have been. Yeah, yeah, but. Scott, Scott, Scott. He's he's tight. He's tight with all the. Well, I mean, uh, Reds the coach, but with JB, but all the assistants. He he was tight with all of them. I'm sure he is. But my point is, like, he yeah. wasn't like he was just going to go out and t- pick a guy and say, "Oh, by the way, you're coming to Syracuse." You know, no. What I meant by that was, oh yeah, oh yeah. What oh, I meant by oh, that yeah, was yeah, that, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. he. He didn't want to say, okay, I'm going to throw in my money with the 315 Foundation and let's get, you know, and be part of a team with a collaborative. He wanted to be separate. He didn't want to be affiliated with the 315. 
Yeah, Vito, Vito. Got that? Got that? Got that answer for you? Yeah, yeah, I got okay. it. Uh, so there, there is no. Re- I just found it to be a coincidence, though, with the whole thing with Jesse going down, and then the Weitzman. New- the Weitzman thing has been, from what I understand, that that went down. I mean, when when Hamlin came here, I don't know if how much detail I can get into that, but that all went down with Severud back when Hamlin came to the dome. So why did it all of a sudden hit public uh, this week? I mean, anybody want to take that? Because I'm kind of, I'm more, I'm more in doubt, Scott. I'm, 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 I'm I don't want to get keep talking about this man. So yeah, you I, can I, drop I it if you want. I don't care, you know. Oh, oh, I mean, Vito, Vito, if you want, because it's being recorded, so we touched on a lot of stuff that probably answers your question. So when it's over, you know, you definitely could check the replay. But I think, you know, a lot of us is kind of because we going on like an hour or over an hour now, so. We just kind of like, hey, we, we talked about this dude enough, and like, look, yeah, this, yeah, yeah, this, I gotcha. And, and look, this is what he wanted, right? Like, he want he wants the attention. So what, you know, we we doing a space, and instead of talking about the majority basketball and recruiting stuff, we talking about this guy, right? Who's, who's, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. So um, yeah. So anything else, Vito, or, or, or that's what you? I mean, I know you guys mentioned Hunter Dickinson. I mean, I, I guess it's a long shot for us. I, that would be the best case scenario, and that's where I'm hoping something happens good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, it's still May 11th is the the deadline for the portal, so there's gonna be a lot more names coming in. I mean, we talked about uh, Musa Cisse. They got the. I mean, so you guys, what you think about the north the North Texas transfer? That you know, apparently, I, I don't know what the deal is because I saw I think it was Adam Zagoria that said he's visiting Senior Hall and he was supposed to visit the Cubs next week, but then I saw like I think it was like last night or something. He said um, the guys go visit LSU now, so I don't know what the deal is there, but um. You know, uh, you guys have any thoughts on? Oh yeah, he, he's six ten, two forty. He averaged eleven point one and six, and they won the NIT, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he looks like he's he's a space eater to me. Something that Jesse's not. I mean, when I looked when 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 I watched UConn and I watched Klingon, that Klingon played the way I would like to see Jesse play, flat footed, uh, not not you know off his feet, getting fit, going for fakes. That that that's the kind of player that I would like to replace Jesse. I, I see that guy being that way. He, he has a size that we haven't been able to have at the center position, how he plays. It sounds like he's good. I haven't seen any tape, but if anyone wants to jump in, we've seen tape of him. That'd be great. Okay. All right, cool. All right, so let me see. Uh, let me uh, let me see. Let me get let me get uh, G on. What's up? Man? All right, yeah. Hey, what's up? What's up? How you doing? I'm good, man. How you been? All right. So uh, I know I know we got a lot of thoughts about what's been happening, um, you know, lately with the program. So you know, let me hear it. <laughs> I'm not happy with how this whole thing went down between Adam and the university. You're not. I'm not a fan of Adam by any means necessary. I'm not not a fan, but they could have done it with a little bit more class or did he just be in the social media whore that he is? Is he just taking his ball and going home? You know what I mean? Like there, there could, there they, they definitely could be some way to reconcile this. You know what I mean? I mean, I, you know, I've said earlier that I, you know, I just wonder why, why they just wasn't a sit down or a meeting or something. You know what I'm saying? Like they could, uh, you know, we started hearing rumblings, 
um, back a while in February, ago. Yeah, back in February. And my thing is, all right, you know, the Chancellor and the higher ups, you know, why heck all of them, they having their concerns, which, you know, is reasonable with what's going, you know, with the, the, the with Ruiz in Miami, because he's the other you know, high profile guy that just, you know, got, you know, a warning shot and they're letting, you know, the NCAA saying, look, we, we, we want boosters to, you know, not be involved in recruiting and stuff and play the background. And, you know, when all that happened, this is when we had to visit with um, Elijah Moore, right? And Weitzman was very public about everything and those dealings and stuff. Well, coaches can't introduce boosters to players. Mm -hmm. They cannot do that. That's why the Cavender twins, their coach got suspended for three games for that. They didn't get in trouble, but the coach did because they made the introduction. How does that look on the coaches where fucking Weitzman's flying the kid in? Yeah, and that's the concern, right? That's the concern when they're saying because the only reason why Miami Ruiz didn't get hammered was the it was different, you know, rules and regulations back then. But they enforce, you know, stiffer penalties going into twenty twenty three, and they said, look, if these um, violations and stuff like this occurs with boosters, then we're not only going to hammer the program, we're also going to have a permanent ban on that booster. So it's no coincidence around that time when all that was going on that, you know, we start hearing rumble because uh, the whole Reese Cavanaugh twins stuff was like, I think, early February. So like towards what, mid mid February, like we all, like, I'm sure G, you heard all, all the stuff that they were like um, trying to part ways and stuff. Weissman saying now publicly, right, in these articles that, oh, I never met the chancellor. But I felt like they didn't want me around and this and that and stuff. So I'm saying. So he's like, on, so he's assuming that, but never yeah. re- reached out. Okay. So so G, like what we were saying, like my, just my sounds guy, like some teenage bullshit. Yeah. So Scott, Scott, I know Scott's gonna come on real quick, but when I finish my point, but it's like you would think you you know you're you're, you're one of the boosters you spend you saying you spend all this money and you're you're you're, you're courtside and everything like that. Why not have a talk? Like, you know, Bayham's a guy, right? You always say Bayham's your, your best friend and all that. Why not reach out to Bayham and say, hey, I need to talk to the chancellor and let's work something out. And both of them, they can have their chat, come to a common ground. If things work out, we resume the, the, the relationship. If not, you don't want to do it their way and you're like, no, nah, I want to do my own thing, then fine. Like, part ways and like, okay, like, best wishes and I'm moving on. Cool. The thing that gets me, and I'll probably repeat this point like three times right so long, but the thing that gets me, G, is that this happened, they parted ways late February, and how convenient now, when the Jesse debacle happens and everything like that, he comes in and goes on this, uh, you know, media tour. So now the perception is, oh, like, this, the, the, the Syracuse doesn't want to pay Jesse, and they just ran out one of their main donors. Like, people act like he's the only donor in the program. There's a whole so, bunch of donors, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's the narrative. So it's like what you're saying. Like, if, if people that don't know, like, what's up, like, really, you know, behind the scenes and everything like that, if you're just, like, looking at it blindly or you don't pay attention to the program, you're thinking, like, oh, wow, like, this is not good for Syracuse. Like, it's 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 it's, it's, it's bad. Like, everything is falling apart over there. But then it's like you look into it, it's like this is what the dude wanted. Like, the dude loves attention. Obviously, he, you know, handled things in a way that was kind of childish. I mean, look, on Syracuse's side, like, if they chanced on all of them for a certain way, I right, maybe, you know, have a conversation and such. But for him to just say, and this is his words, right? Like, he's saying, I heard, right? I heard that he, you know, they don't like me. He don't like me and stuff. 
Well, I'm so sticking fight. up for Adam right here at this particular moment. I'm not going to stick up them all together, but mm-hmm. if we heard all this stuff for the past three, four months, and now it's just getting aired out, did he really run to the media? No, he didn't. I think somebody finally asked him about it, and he just spoke his mind. You know what I mean? So that's what I think happened. Okay, now, as far but don't, as... But, don't, but, but let me say it, but don't you think how convenient it is when the Jesse situation happens? Because he said, he said, he told... I think it was um what's the guy named Darren Rovell last week when he did the NIL for the FAU kid. He said that um, you know, they cause Darren Rovell put out, oh, Syracuse Booster. And then he had a a a, a reply to it and he said, Oh, Adam told him that he's not um gonna do NIL for Syracuse no more. He's not gonna do NIL at all. And that whole situation gained no traction. Nobody really talked about it. But then all of a sudden when the Jesse situation happens, now it's all blown up. You know what I'm saying? So um, you know, I let you finish your point, but it's just I don't know. To me, it's 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 just funny stuff right there. But you know, um, how many but, years does Hunter Dickinson have left in his? Does he got two? Um, I think he's maybe somebody could correct me. I think he's going into his senior year, but I could. But be then wrong. he so he would have his senior year and his COVID year. Mm-hmm. So the COVID. So let me because I'm kind of confused. Um. The COVID year also extends to next season, or this is the last year of COVID? Year? So they would get an extra year on top of their eligibility if they played during the COVID year. Okay. So if he was a freshman in the COVID year, he would have a senior year and still his COVID year. So I personally, I like Jesse. I would have kept Jesse. But Jesse's going after big bucks. And and there's there's colleges offering him 700000 800000 whether it's West Virginia, Nebraska. I forgot which ones. Um, we, we weren't ponying up the money for him because we didn't have anybody to give him any money but i still would take hunter dickinson for two years than jesse one year that's just my thought okay yeah so i'm looking i'm looking at uh hunter's stats so yeah he's he, he just finished his junior year so he's got a senior in covid you would you would assume i'm assuming it's senior okay. year yeah and and postgraduate see one postgraduate year absolutely so he he could be with us for two years, yeah. But we don't have him yet. You know what I mean? Hey, one thing, Dean, that I saw. Um, this is like a minor thing, but I just wanted to mention it. He apparently uh, wants to get into broadcast journalism, so um, you know, Newhouse would be a possibility. At least that's you know one thing academically we could because he's he's known as a high academic kid. We can offer him Newhouse, which. That, yeah. that can't hurt. I, I mean, he, he has that podcast that's like real popular with Barstool and those guys. Right, yeah. yeah. So he, that's what he wants to get into. And so there we go. Yeah. I um Scott, you had anything to, you know, because I was saying, you know, some of the, the first talking points that I was telling G, you know, I was like, yeah, I know you probably got, have a lot to say, but I don't know if you want to add on to that or you're good. Scott, you did? Uh, I guess not, but <laughs> so uh um toast I, Pat uh yeah so Pat uh he's he's um think I think uh uh Pat's oh, okay Pat's back so let me see if I can get Pat on and then you know you guys can have your 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 um boxing match your verbal boxing match and stuff so let me see if Pat let me uh try to invite him on.
I mean, to, I don't, I don't know. I, it's, it's, no, you are. I know, I know you're looking for the smoke toast, but Pat, I don't know. It's, it's real difficult with Pat tonight, man. You know, usually, usually Pat's on money and ready to go, but uh, toast. It, it looked like you might be winner by, I guess, uh, disqualification or something like that. I don't know. I don't know how we call default. It. It's default. And, default and, and still default. undisputed king of the Dean Francis spaces. Yeah, yeah, undisputed. All right, yeah, Scott. Yeah, Scott. I was trying to get you back on earlier, but I guess you had cut off or something. Sorry. Yeah, I said no. Nah, I said I was trying to get you back on earlier, but I guess I don't know if you had heard what no, I said. No, I got disconnected. I had to log back on. Oh, okay, okay. No, I was just saying when uh, you know, G was talking about that guy again, and you know, I was making some point, but I know you know you 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 you've been on it too, so I didn't know if you caught what he was saying in the beginning, and you had something to add or. Oh yeah, you know, I, I heard know. I heard the whole thing. The only thing I'll say about that is the idea that he was you know quiet is not true. Like you know, inside the you know again, he has this relationship with the Loud House. In the last every day was saying, oh, I spoke, you know, I spoke to Adam three times today and this and this and this. I mean, he was airing all the dirty laundry. Look, again, I don't want to beat this dead horse because I'm sick of hearing about him and talking about this guy because I don't, you know. But, you know, I haven't, I haven't, I've never, you know, I'm not judging the guy except if you really are. He says, I'm the biggest fan of, you know, more than anyone. I love everyone there, blah, blah, blah. If you're doing that, why are you hurting the school? Why are you trying to hurt the school? Why not? Either try to nobody knew who this guy was four years ago. Yeah, just sit, either sit down, you know, sit down with somebody, whether it's JB or or the ch- try to get a meeting with the chancellor, or just if you're unhappy, you know, don't air the dirty laundry. Everyone will listen to you. Yep. he's not helping the school. Yeah. It's one thing if he doesn't want to give his money, right? That's that's his prerogative, but to make everyone look bad, including himself, frankly, in a lot of ways just doesn't make sense to me but i'd rather talk about hoping we get donnie freeman or musa cisse or something like that you know or you know i know i know toast hates him but i'm you know i'm I'd rather think about getting jj starling these are good things you know yeah <laughs> uh sky uh toast toast want toast 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 wants um joe back man like what jj forget about jj we need joe to launch up those 35 footers again well Toast was upset because, you know, they they retired GMAX number before JG3, you know? (laughs) Scott wants, uh, Scott thinks Notre Dame basketball is known for recruiting great athletes. That's what he said. Oh, boy. He's doubling down. He's doubling down. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Toast, you're going to be disappointed. I mean, uh, uh, Pat Pat saddled a lacrosse game. So, you know, I guess the connection is not good and. You know the 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 bars the bars is running out the bars is running out it's, so it's very convenient. Well, not well not the bars, but just the signal isn't good on the on the on the on the bars. Yeah. So it looked like it looked like um we gonna have to save this uh, rematch to to another day. Yeah, and next auto space is guess who's gonna get the smoke? A different member of this chat. Nah, 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 nah. To be named later. No, no, no. Toast. You can't. You can't do that. You, you, you and Pat. You gotta have. You know. You can't call out Pat, and then, and then when he can't have his rebuttal, say I'm moving on to the next one. That's that's not good. You As I told Joe's come earlier, back. I could do. 
Do you want Joe to come back if he comes off the bench? Yeah, I think that would be perfect. That's what he. I mean, that would have been the perfect situation from the jump if he was like a seventh man. I agree, hundred percent. Agree. Yep. In all honesty, in terms of those thirty-five footers, I, I didn't think Joe took that many crazy deep threes, did he? What? I mean, honestly. No, nah, you know what? To be fair, this year he 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 ain't do it as much as years past. But you know, I'm sure wherever he ends up at, that's probably gonna be a requirement. <laughs> yep. All right. So, um, if anybody else want to hop on, you know, just hit the request button before we go. You know, we are gonna have to save the the toast versus Pat um battle to you know some other time on the next spaces, I guess. Hopefully, when Pat's um home, it has a bit better connection. But um. You know, uh, go give you guys uh, another 30 seconds. Whoever want to hop on, just hit the request button. If not, you know, this is good, good chat. Good hearing from, you know, a lot of you guys. Uh, you know, um, the whole theme today is not to panic. You know, uh, there's still a lot to be done with the portal and such. And, um, you know, we'll see how it goes. You know, we just need, I just just think, look, if we just get a commitment from somebody at some point soon within the next week or two, then... Hopefully that gets the ball rolling and the fan base will get excited again and stuff. So, um, yeah. All right, Q's Nation. So, uh, to the next time, um, this going to be up on on uh, the, the iTunes and, and Spotify and all that good stuff real soon. So, um, look out for that. Once again, thanks for everybody that joined in. Your boy Dean Francis signing off. I'm out.